Hey everybody, what's up? It's your girl Bondi Blue and I am back for another Bondi Blue show, the podcast, okay? Like, yes, this is the fourth video of the day. I meant to get this out um, actually like two days ago when I did the live, but I kind of wanted to wait because there are so many things to talk about, okay? But first, I want to get the political things out of the way because I have some other topics that I wanna get into, but this is my more political, you know, commentary. So, the Trump. The Trump told Bob Woodward in a recorded interview that he knew coronavirus was actually quite deadly and airborne in February. That's when, you know, he actually recorded the interview, which means in some way he knew prior to February, probably like around December, January. And if he would have acted then, maybe he would have saved hundreds of thousands of lives, okay? Because to be clear, Corona has taken 900,000 lives in total, 190,000 in America with 6 million cases worldwide. That could have been curbed had someone acted accordingly and did their job, but they didn't. He was afraid that we would get scared and there would be panic. As opposed to what's happening now, food shortages, people are sick, people don't have jobs. I mean, actually, what is that? 30 million people are on some type of government assistance. Is this what you wanted, Republicans? I'm just asking for personal reasons because you guys always are talking about how everybody's asking for handouts. But if somebody would have just done their job correctly at the beginning, we wouldn't have to have 30 million people on government assistance. I wonder what it would be like for somebody to be like, oh no, y'all are asking for handouts when it's a whole bunch of like middle to upper class business folks who are now losing businesses and need government assistance. But when it was poor, disenfranchised Latino and black people who needed the government assistance, then it was a problem and an issue. But now that you needed to save your business, it's okay. I'm not surprised at the lies. There are always lies from politicians, specifically the one who holds, you know, the seat of president of this country right now, okay? The Trump. He spoke about this with this man who was writing like a book about him. So I don't understand what he thought was going to happen when you say something that contradicts what you told the American people in a recorded interview. I guess he thought he was protected because Bob is also Caucasian, I don't know. Either way, it just even more shows how dumb he is. Stupid, if nothing else. And a troll, let's not forget about that. That's one of the main reasons why I didn't want to vote for him because I felt like he's a troll. Why, why are y'all actually considering him You know, in the office of presidency? He's a troll. But you know what they did? They made him the Republican candidate and then they elected him. And here we are, pandemic, racial tensions, high unemployment, the country is in the shitter. Homeland Security is denying claims by a whistleblower who says he was ordered to stop collecting data on the Russia interference in the election and also to downplay white supremacists and make left-wing groups seem just as violent to support Trump's comments about Antifa and anarchists. Trump's people denied this. Sounds like a lie to me. 
I, that sounds perfectly correct to me. That sounds like exactly what y'all did. When y'all tried to make it seem like it was anarchists who were, you know, bringing the bricks into the communities that were going to have protest. But we actually saw on video the police bringing the bricks to these locations. Sure. Sure. And even here in New Orleans where I live, Okay, I live on the outskirts. I don't live in Orleans Parish, okay? And T.T. Mayor Cantrell, okay? T.D. is making me definitely want to, like, look for a property. I mean, I kind of uh, already, you know, have property in Orleans Parish. I just don't live there. Um, but I would like to purchase another property in Orleans Parish after, you know, because I feel like I need somewhere to run because it doesn't make sense to me that the governor of Louisiana says we're going to move into phase three, which is the opening of bars, which they just closed down like a month ago because they opened them up and the numbers went through the roof. Do you know why? Because there are bars where people don't wear masks. They come in and out, they drink, they scream, they holler, they spit and spray their coronavirus breath on everybody and folks get sick. Football season is about to start and they feel as if there should be some exceptions to the rules. I feel like everybody is stupid and we need to lock all of this down. Watch it from your house like you did the basketball games. Watch it from your house. But no, I don't think that there should be high school, college, national football. Like national football is different. Because they can like quarantine themselves as far as, you know, like the teams and stuff like that. But like college and in high school, no. Y'all have to go home to y'all family members who y'all are going to make sick after y'all finish rolling around in the dirt spitting on one another. Like, no, no. Mayor Cantrell of New Orleans told y'all that they're, they're in phase two in New Orleans. It doesn't matter what the rest of the state is doing. In New Orleans, we're in phase two, which means the bars are not open and no high school football, college football cannot be played. Period. Okay? I love her. I love how intelligent and strong she is and how she don't allow any of y'all crazy ass people that care more about football than y'all lives to punk her. And I also don't appreciate the sentiment that if you don't want to go out, then you should stay home. But everybody else should be able to come out and make everybody sick. What you don't seem to understand is that it's not a personal choice. You go out into the world to the grocery store after you've been to a bar or a game and then make me sick because I needed to go get food. Versus being out and about with no mask on like y'all like to do, which is what y'all do in some of these bars. Okay, I've seen it for myself. Okay. So personally, I'm honestly very annoyed with the conversation in my own state about how we should make allowances because y'all like football so much. Like, cut it out. I really can see this 20 years down the line when more of hundreds of thousands of people have died or a whole bunch of people in just your family have died. And then you're going to feel sorry that we didn't stay inside and we didn't control ourselves and, you know, stop acting as if we can't stay at home and watch football from our damn house and drink in our damn house. Like you can do all of this at your house. It's amazing to me how people get so upset when they're told what they can't do. And <laughs> black people, child, we've been told what we can't do our whole damn lives. Okay, this ain't nothing new. You can't go outside. You can't do this. You can't do that. That's fine with me. I don't want to die anyway. I like being able to breathe. Okay? That's where I'm at with it politically. 
okay I'm, I'm annoyed with some of these people you know but at the end of the day i'm appreciative of the mayor of new orleans for telling y'all that it is phase two and that's it now let's move on to some of the other topics the first topic is cardi b cardi b hired a private investigator to arrest a teen trump supporter who leaked her address i love it i love it let's read what the jasmine brand has to say about it what rapper cardi b says that her public disdain for president donald trump has made her a target for his supporters she alleged that one went as far as getting her address posted online and told people to vandalize her house she said during an instagram live they be making fun of me i ignored them i don't give up i let me let me tell you something Shit gets too intense that a Trump supporter posted my address and encouraged people to dox my home, to put my house on fire. She added that she hired a private investigator to find out who leaked her address and served him with a warrant for his arrest. I literally hired a private investigator and served him with an arrest warrant. This boy was a teenager. His parents were shook. Okay, and you know what that means? That means that y'all probably incite that type of hatred in your children. And so when the cops come knocking because your child is online doing illegal things, like putting people's address on public platforms, okay? I'm sorry, that's not cool. I don't think that's okay. And I hope that he went to jail, okay? I have millions of followers. I pay millions in taxes. I have the number one song in this country. I have the number one song in the UK. I have the number one song in Australia. I have the number one song in New Zealand. Just like I can make millions of people pop, there, I can make millions of people go vote. And you should use your voice to speak for what you stand for, Cardi. I take my hat off to Cardi all the time and I love her because I feel like she is so authentic in who she is and she uses her platform and she says things that matter. I, I don't care what y'all say. I think she speaks up for black and Latino people because she sees herself as a black Latino person. So she speaks up on our behalf and because she has a little girl that shows up in the world as a little black girl, okay? So I, I ain't about to argue with y'all about that. Then Candace Owens. I wish Candace Owens would figure out whether she wants to have straight hair or kinky hair because her edges and the rest of her hair are not in agreement. During Candace Owens' interview with Ben Shapiro, she accused Joe Biden of pandering by having discussions with Cardi B, to which she replied, the guy you can love you so much, he's pandering too. Okay, and, and you know, that's real ignorant, but I understand what she means. In a, in, a, in a tweet later that day, Cardi shared photos of Donald Trump with a group of supporters around him laying hands on him. This is what pandering looks like. I will never praise no politician, not even Obama, FDR, or Bernie, only the Lord. This is how Trump panders with black people while Candace concerns how Joe panders with me. Okay, and I feel like, Cardi, you better get it together. You better get it together. Of course, this led into further arguments between Cardi and Candace. And Candace, of course, does what a lot of people do. She can't even speak English and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, like she said, she pays taxes. And she should be able to use her voice and her platform to do what she feels necessary politically, just like you do. The only difference is that she is for our people and you are against us, okay? You are anti-black. 
Candace Owens, and you are a black woman, which makes it ridiculous, okay? I've listened to some of the things Candace says, and I don't understand why people continue to give her energy, time, posts. I would not post her on not a black blog, okay? Any of y'all blogs that's owned by black people, y'all should really ignore some people because you give them more power when you showcase them, when you post about them. Ignore her. I honestly feel like Candace is beneath Cardi and Cardi shouldn't even give her a response, okay? And the reason why she's beneath her is because she is anti-black and she lets white people use her as a mouthpiece. And then she gets all of the anger and all of the backlash while the white people who are empowering her to say these ignorant things get to stand behind the scenes while she stands in front of them and takes all of the lashes for them, okay? She depletes herself while they stand behind her and allow her to do so. And then they didn't even invite her to be a part of the Republican National Convention. Just mad disrespectful, okay? They didn't mention Herman Cain after he died from coronavirus neither. So that should let you know they don't really care about black people. The difference between you and Cardi is I think Cardi knows what she's talking about. Cardi loves who she is. Candace used facts to frame a narrative that makes white people feel comfortable with brutalizing black people. And I am not okay with a woman of her skin tone perpetuating that type of ignorance. And we will pray for you and we will open arms to you whenever you decide to open up your mind and let your ass follow. Because that's what black people do. Just like we took Amarosa ass back. Okay, we're going to take your ass back whenever you get your life together, if you ever do so, because I don't think you will. Okay, I think you are just in this place of self-hate. You are in the sunken place, and that is probably where you will stay. And I think we should all leave you there and stop giving you platforms to continue to piss us off. All right, y'all. Netflix viewers call for boycott of cuties. Child, when I think of cuties, I think of those little cute, delicious nectarines that come in, you know, little bags. You know, they don't have no seeds in them or nothing. Like, just, you know, you get you, you, and you, you eat them. They're delicious, okay? But, oh, no. Cuties is a Netflix show about 11-year-old dancers twerking and dancing seductively. Okay, and now that I have seen a little clip from Cuties, this is disgusting. You guys should really stop. Let's be clear. When I thought they were twerking, I'm thinking DD4L. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking the DD4L. And I'm thinking of Diana and the Dancing Dolls and the Prince and Tigerettes and all of them, okay? And when I think of that, I, I've always felt like they be teetering but they're not inappropriate. I think that, you know, there are certain things that I'm not a fan of. Like, I don't like the fact that all of the girls have to wear weave and look like grown women when they're teenagers and should be wearing their little cute natural hair and looking like the 13, 14, 15 year old girls that they are, but whatever, okay? Either way, that is not with, no, no. Why, why is she touching the inside of her legs? Why are they doing this? Like, what is that? I ain't never seen DD4L do nothing like that. I also ain't never seen DD4L touch their private parts on Monkey on That Stick. Now, listen, I grew up in New Orleans and we pop on walls. It's a part of the culture at a young age to pop and twerk. Like, it's the way our bodies want to move when we hit that beat, okay? And also in African tradition, it's the way that we dance and, and ceremonial, um, you know, dances and things of that nature. So it's not always about the sexualization of the actual dance, 
but the dressing and the wrapping and the way you are, you know, the way you're disseminating it. These are 11 year old girls and they're like, and, and bend over and, and I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, not my 11 year old. I be good goddamn that is inappropriate I don't know who's teaching them that but that is inappropriate and to me this is a show that is made for pedos this is a show that is made for adults who like to sexualize children this is for them this is for them to watch I'm not okay with this I'm not okay with this at all this is disgusting I'm smiling because I'm extremely annoyed that they would actually put this out and nobody at Netflix was like yeah no this is too much Really, Netflix? Not one person watched this and thought it was not the right thing for them to put on the show? Put on the, 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 the con. Not one person saw this and thought this wasn't appropriate? Like, not one person saw this and was like, eh, maybe this is not right. Like, to me, the fact that they didn't think anything was wrong with the dancing on the stage. But you know what it shows me? There's like a little black girl that's in the forefront. Okay, there are other nationalities, a white girl, a age girl, I think, but there's a black girl in the forefront and I think that y'all are okay with over-sexualizing young black girls and making them seem older than they are. You've heard racist people say that all the time. Oh, she was so much older. She's seven. She's 11 in this case. This is not appropriate. Y'all, we bug dance and pop all day. The clothing, they have cleavage. They're 11. Why is there cleavage? I ain't never seen cleavage on DD4L. I also have never seen booty shorts on DD4L. You know what I'm saying? They might wear their little shorts in practice, but when they perform leggings, okay? Full costume garbage, okay? Not garbage, but you know, garb and then the garbage, you know, the garb, okay? Full costume garb, but not shorts, you know, in, in titty, like, I'm sorry, y'all. That right there is not the move. Cuties is not the way. They did the WAP choreography. When you lay down on the ground and pop, pop, pop. No, there are actually people in the audience that are like, no. <laughs> those two women, those two women that look like two lesbian women that was like, no. Like, those are the ones. Those are the sisters right there. They the ones that wrote a letter and complained about this shit. Yeah, y'all, this is terrible. This is terrible. I am so uncomfortable with this. Like, this is definitely not DD4L. Oh, no, they touching their private parts. Oh, no. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, y'all. Take that shit off. Netflix. This ain't the way, Sway. This ain't it. Y'all fucking up. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's Mary Crosby married her late grandmother's husband and inherited the family business. I said, bada bit. <laughs> ain't it bada bit? Listen, I ain't never watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because it don't air until November 11th. But we just, you know, they got a little mixed cast. They got some black ladies on here and it's a black lady. And when I saw this, I was like, this is messy. Let me read it to my people. Okay. So it says, one of the newest Real Housewives of Salt Lake City stars is creating a lot of buzz ahead of its series premiere on Bravo November 11th. Mary Cosby has some potential viewers intrigued about her personal life, specifically her marriage. The future reality star is said to have married to her late grandmother's husband, Robert C. Cosby, which in turn entitled her to inherit multiple successful family businesses. According to reports, Mary's grandmother, Dr. Rosemary Redmond Cosby, was married to her second husband, Robert C. Cosby, for 22 years, but passed away at the age of 65 in 1997. At the time of her death, 
Dr. Rosemary's estate included a restaurant, daycare, radio station, and other businesses, of which her husband was appointed one of the personal representatives. It's rumored that Mary Cosby married her late grandmother's husband, Robert, in 1998, and they have been married for 20 years and have a teenage son together. After marrying her husband, Mary reportedly inherited the family business. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has would-be fans on the edge of their seats with a special spotlight on Mary. According to reports, there are pending family issues with allegations that Robert Cosby has something to do with the untimely death of his ex-wife. Y'all, I might have to watch this. This seems messy as shit. First of all, Mary Cosby, bitch, you nasty. Like, that's nasty. First of all, it's not like that was a new husband and he was some young man or something like that. You married your grandmother's husband of 20 years, sis? So 20 years of your life, this man was like a grandfather figure. And somehow you ended up eventually getting pregnant for him and having a baby by him and marrying him. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great that you, you know, are entitled to all of the multiple businesses. I feel like a lot of black people don't get it like that. And white people have sex with their family members all the time so that they can keep money in their family. So, you know, I'm disgusted, but at the same time, I'm not judging. But the part that really creeps me out is that, so if he did like do something to hurt your grandmother, lady, so you mean to tell me you was like, you either was in cahoots and was messing around with this man before your grandmother died like that's that's flawed that is so flawed and if i was you and i did something like that i don't know why i would get on a reality show girl girl if you're not being dragged yet i can't wait to see what the show gonna look like because that's just real flaw y'all that's nasty she married her her grandmother's husband like the year after she died the year after she died, you married a man who was your grandfather figure for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, I had to tell y'all about that. So I guess we're going to have to check out the first episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We're going to have to see what it's hitting for over there. So the other night I was on live and when I got on live, they was like, girl, Jesse Smollett on live. And I was like, oh, all right, well, go hear what he got to say and I'll talk to y'all later. You know, as far as they, you know, they was leaving to go see what he was talking about. Because, child, y'all know I didn't care that much. You know why? Because I knew somebody was going to be watching and they was going to write it out. And I was going to read it to y'all later on. And here we are. Okay, so Jussie Smollett has sat down for his first interview in almost two years. The former Empire star didn't give much detail about what happened that night in January 2019. But said he was still taking the advice of his lawyers. At the time, he suggested he's not sure if staying quiet about the incident has been more helpful or harmful to how he's perceived. Jussie Smollett claimed back in January 2019 that he was the victim of a hate crime. He alleged that two men screaming MAGA poured bleach on him and tied a noose around his neck. They also allegedly hurled racial and homophobic insults at him. Jussie Smollett said, his story was turned upside down when two brothers, Abel and Olawa Osandaro, accused Smollett of paying them to attack him. Since then, Smollett's career and life haven't been the same as many have struggled to believe his story. He told TV personality Mark Lamont Hill, it's been beyond frustrating because to be somebody that's so outspoken, it's been difficult to be so quiet. To not be able to say all the things that you want to say, 
to not be able to yell from the rooftop because I don't think people realize that I've just been wrapped up in some form of a case for the last approaching in just a couple of months, approaching two years, he continued. I'm certainly not going rogue. I'm still taking the advice of attorneys and everything like that, but I just don't see honestly what staying quiet has done. Where has it gotten me? The negative attention and criminal charges against Millette for allegedly lying to police, which were later dropped, caused him to be let go of his role as Jamal Lyon on Empire. Smollett added, they won't let it go. It doesn't matter. And the sad thing is that there's an example being made of someone that did not do what they're being accused of. I would say, and again, I have to be careful what I say because I'm still in court case. But at the same time, it's out there. There are also two other witnesses that saw white men that saw exactly what I say that I saw. He said there's footage of that night, but as, of course, it cuts off right before it happens, I certainly didn't have the power to cut the tape, so who cut the tape? I'm a human being like everybody else. I ingest the media, and I read the headlines and all that type of stuff, and I've been guilty of taking things at face value as well, but when you see that happening and they talking about you, you know it's not true, somehow it becomes different. So on one hand, when I step back, I can see the way that they played the narrative, the way that they served it to the people, that it was intentionally created to make people doubt from the very, very beginning. But at the same time, I'm not really living for the people that don't believe because of the fact that I don't know what to say. I can't take that on. So he's basically saying that he said what he said, that people did attack him, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what to say y'all because I don't I don't believe him I'm sorry I don't believe him I didn't believe him then I don't believe him now and unless somebody shows me some evidence to prove otherwise why would two people incriminate themselves and it, look the brothers it's always possible that the police could have sought out the brothers and you know use some cases against them to make them lie about this that is very possible i don't put anything past corrupt governments and police systems i don't but at the same time he himself backpedaled and pussy popped about his story a few times okay because you know it wasn't a maga hat it was a red you know it was so many things so many times the story changed which is why i didn't believe him and i feel like you not continuing to run your mouth has allowed people to give you a grace period yes they think you did this but unless you have evidence to prove what you are saying real evidence to prove what you're saying then you might as well not continue to antagonize people and incriminate yourself because the more you talk the crazier you look which is why listening to your lawyers is important okay so i don't understand why he felt this was necessary um i feel like you have to have people in your life that you can talk to you have to have a therapist that you can talk to and stop thinking that you need to say shit to us into social media and to the public when really it can be said to your family to your therapist in private and have the same effect we gonna believe what we gonna believe anyway so don't even worry about us get yourself together jussie and I also would like to see you get yourself together because I do think you are talented and I don't think anybody 
should, um, you know, their livelihood, their art, their creativity, none of that should be taken from them. That is stuff that God gives to you. So I don't feel like anybody should be able to take that from you. No matter, you know, what you've done, you should be able to take care of yourself, especially if you didn't end up in jail because of it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Jesse should still be able to act and be creative and do whatever he needs to do to take care of himself as a person. But that doesn't necessarily mean I need to believe what you're talking about. So y'all, Niecy Nash, y'all, Niecy Nash got married to a whole woman last week. We was like, but bitch, when you was going to tell us? And we was looking for, bitch, are you coming out? What happened? Like, now you with a woman, nice looking woman, definitely a woman that I would have messed with. I was like, all right, Niecy, she's cute. Okay, good, 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 you know, muscle look, good decolletage, lesbian decolletage and all. <laughs> That's a type of decolletage that the lesbians have, okay? Good teeth, soft around the eyes, all good qualities in lesbians, okay? So Niecy Nash surprised a lot of people when she announced her marriage to singer-songwriter Jessica Betts. But the Claus actress couldn't be happier, she says. After two marriages, the latter ending in March 2019... Niecy Nash and Jessica Betts announced their relationship via wedding photos on their respective Instagram pages. Despite her fans thinking that she came out as a gay woman, Niecy Nash says, I was not suppressing my sexuality my whole life. I love who I love. At one point in my life, I married twice and I love those people. And today I love this person. I've done everything I wanted to do on my own terms and my own way. So my choice now in a partner has nothing to do with who I've always been. It's a matter of who I am in this moment, okay? Now, girlfriend is giving, Jessica Betts is a musician, and she was on Claws, and she gives um a Robin. She give a Robin, Whitney Houston Robin, she give a Robin T to me. She cute, though. She a vibe. Nisi Nash says that Jessica Betts is the most beautiful soul she has ever met. Okay, the newlywed couple met in 2015 on social media and were friends for years, according to Nisi. In fact, she says, I loved her before I was in love with her because she is such a special human being. That's how I felt about Lyric. I loved Lyric before me and him were in love with one another because he was my friend. But we had never felt like that about each other until we did. She says, we began to see each other in a way we never had before. Sometimes you get so broken by love, you run from it. But I've learned that you should always hold space for magic because it can happen at any time. Yes, look, I love it. I love it. I've got my feet up. I'm looking at the ocean and I've got the greatest love of my life in my peripheral. I know that's right. Girl, look, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think it's cute. I think it's cute. I'm happy for Nisi and I understand what she means. Um, she could have, you know, um, not really been paying attention to women in that way. I think, you know, oftentimes you might be a little bit more sexually fluid than you would like to admit, but you never had a chance to try it out. So you don't really know. Um, but then you come across somebody that, you know, is ringing all your bells and you attracted to what they putting down and they don't have the parts of the people that you were used to being attracted to, but you know what? You're liking it. So you deal with it. Okay, and you mess with them and you end up marrying them and it's a great relationship. I know a lot of women that didn't come out or, you know, wasn't messing around with a whole bunch of girls when they was younger or anything like that, but found themselves in relationships with women at one point or another. I think more people are more sexually fluid than they would like to admit. And I think that people should feel comfortable being with and dating any adult that they choose to date and be with, especially if that adult is not in an entanglement. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't believe that, you know, they were cheating or anything because I believe that Nisi's relationship with that man was over a long time ago and they just were still married for a minute. 
to me it seemed as if you know it just that she thought it was going to be something it wasn't she popped off he couldn't deal with it and ever since she'd been doing claws that marriage has been you know on a downward spiral so i would never look at anybody she's with now to blame for that breakup because to me that breakup had been happening for a while and it was apparent and it was before we even you know knew that she knew this girl okay so or this woman but i'm happy for nisi and i can't wait to see more instagram videos of them because they cute Y'all heard that they canceled Keeping Up With The Kardashians because apparently Courtney, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Kim and Kylie didn't want to do it anymore. And y'all know that really upset Chloe because she ain't got nothing else going on. So, <laughs> y'all, I don't watch that show. I've never watched that show. I watch clips online. I think Scott Disick was probably the best part about that show. More personality and gumption than most of the women on the show. Um, but y'all know y'all love to see Caucasian women doing black women things. Y'all love that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I don't care, but I thought I'd mention it. Uh, you know, whatever. I think that Kim wants to be in her lawyer bag and good for her. And I almost think if her mom wouldn't have pushed that porn tape as a way for them to get on, that she might've probably figured out that she wanted to be a lawyer anyway. Um, you know, but hey, if you had to make your millions before then, girl, do you do you live your life? So, um, in a little extra news before I go, it appears that the former Minneapolis police officers that are responsible for the death of George Floyd are now turning their backs on one another. I am not surprised. According to reports, attorneys for the four ex-Minneapolis policemen, Derek Chauvin, J. Alexander Kung, Thomas Lane, and Tao Tao charged in the death of George Floyd are asking that their clients have their own trial as the men now blame each other for what took place <laughs> y'all are just just as stupid as y'all want to be however prosecutors believe all four men involved should be tried together because the evidence shows them is similar prosecutors wrote in a court document it is impossible to evaluate an individual defendant's conduct in a vacuum here are all four defendants work together to murder Floyd, Chauvin, Kong, and Lane, pin Floyd face down while Tao stopped the crowd from intervening, enabling the other defendants to maintain their positions. Defendants also discussed and coordinated their actions throughout the incident. Yeah, no, I think they should all be charged together. I think whatever one gets, all of them should get because all of them are responsible. And I think that even though, you know, Derek's knee was on his neck, y'all all enabled that. You held him down. You stopped people from helping. You helped. You helped. So I think he might get a little bit more time than y'all for being the actual physical body standing on this man's neck. But the rest of y'all should definitely be um, going to jail for the same crime. The four men are scheduled to appear in court uh, actually today, September 11th, for a hearing on several issues. This will include the prosecution's request to hold a joint trial and the defense's request to move the trial away from Minneapolis and to sequester the jury to keep jurors anonymous, which they should to protect them because y'all know how people be. According to reports, Derek Chauvin's attorneys have previously requested that charges against him be dropped because they feel there's no sufficient evidence against him. Is he on crack? What do you mean? The video isn't sufficient evidence? I mean, I guess when you look at the history of the way we've been videotaping y'all killing us this entire time and, um, you know, y'all still get away with it, I guess he feels like that's not sufficient evidence. But it just so happens that somebody has decided that it is. And I think that it is. 
I, I hope that they throw the book at him in all honesty. I hope that the entire book, whatever the maximum that is allowed, just like y'all threw the maximum, like 800, 700 years to that black man who killed that off-duty police officer, I feel like the book should be thrown at Derek Chauvin and the rest of the men who publicly murdered this man and further traumatized this country at such a difficult time. Yes, I honestly feel like there are charges from all of us that should be able to be brought up against y'all because we have to watch it and see it over and over again, further traumatizing us as a people. We should sue y'all, all y'all. But yeah, y'all, that's all I got to say. That's it for the Bondi Blue Show podcast today. I hope y'all enjoyed. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to my channel if you have not already. I love y'all, and I'll see y'all next time.